Morning, Rabbi said, the Shulchan Aruch tells us in Simon Tov Reish Gimel, very interesting halacha, Af mi niza mi akum, even if a person is generally not uh, careful in Goyish bread, pas palta, during a service a person should be extra careful. And there's an Indian, as we know, apart from that example which Shulchanach gave us, to be extra machmed during a service the days that we're holding in right now. And the question is why? What is this whole, we ask this question in Shalashidas, what exactly is this whole business of being more machmed now when we know? Not even like it's like an assumption. We know we're going to go back to our original ways straight after Yom Kippur. I mean, it's very clear. Shulchanol tells us, Sesame Tshuva, be extra careful. That means after Sesame Tshuva, you can go back to eating Pashalakum. So what is this whole business of being machmir and things that we know clearly we're going to be makal straight after Yom Kippur? What are we, it's a joke? We're trying to fake that we're, yeah, we're more machmir now just because it's every Yom Kippur so we're going to be on our best behavior and then we'll go back to it. Come on. Well, that's like a joke. What, what is this? So I want to give you five different reasons which I found to this insight of why there's an Indian to be Momachma now specifically in these days that we have. We don't, know, we don't even have that many days left, but in the days that we have left, to be Momachma in the days between Rosh Hashanah and Kippur of the days of Asos and Mechubah. Reason number one is when the Melech is around, you act differently. That's just a Metzius. Whether you like it or not, when the king is walking around, so then you're going to be more careful because the king is around, right? You're not going to just like act the way you normally act. Ah, you're going to go back as soon as the king goes away. You're going to go back to your regular behavior. So what? But when the king's around, you're careful. The king is Yoshev Al Kisemam is sitting on the sitting on the on the on the throne. So therefore, we have to be more careful. Okay, love it. Simple. Okay, that's number one. Reason number two. Ba'ashehusham. We are often judged the way we are now. Are we going to go back to our original ways? Who cares? There are a bunch of judging us. Any moment, you could be judging us for our future. We want to make sure that we're going to be extra machma, extra careful, because we judge the way we are now. Next example, is we want to act like a ben, like a son, not like an evet. An evet only does what he is asked to do. A ben, a son, does even when he's not asked to do. And that's why during the days between Rosh Hashanah and Kippur, we don't want to be an evet, we don't want to be a slave, we want to be a son, we want to be a ben. A ben acts even more so, with more love, with more care, with more, you know, that's what it is. Reason number four, is when you start something, you always want to start off in the right leg. Right? That's how it is. When you want to start something, you want to start off in the right way. Yeshiva Bacha first comes to Yeshiva. Comes to Shachos the first day. The second day. Third, fourth, fifth. Say, Avadi continues. But you know how you know what I'm talking about, Samcha. Right? When you start something, you want to do it right. Starting the year, you want to do it right. So I, you know, you're going to go back. But the say you want to start off in the right way. And that is number four. And number five is we're dealing with the time of Din. Din is a very, very starker time. Right? And therefore, we want to be even more careful. We're not dealing with the time of Rachamim, we're dealing with the time of Din. Din is very, very chomot, it's very stringent, and that's why we want to be extra careful in this time to make sure that we don't do anything wrong. Now, we say during davening, Tshuva Tfilot Stoka, Ma'avionis Royag Zera. Right, we said that on Rosh Hashanah twice each day. The Rambam, the end of Perik Beis and Ochos Tshuva, brings down that Nogu Kol Klalisol to be Marbe Betstoka Ubermaisim Toivim. It's a time that people are marbe but stucker, they give both stucker, my simtoivin, they do chesed, they try whatever they can. Now the question is, it's all very nice for the bainanim. If a person is a bainani, he's an average normal guy, so he's like, you know, 50% good, 50% not so good. So you do a few more mitzvahs and you can tilt the scales and everything's kavaldi. But what happens if a person was not that way? 
and he had more averus. A person had more averus than mitzvahs, so it doesn't have to. What's, what's Yom Kippur coming to this? He was already signed and sealed when it came to Rosh Hashanah. We spoke about this before already, right? That's the Gemara Mefush. So if that's the case, good. So if you're a Bainini, during our say some I understand to be marbevid, you know, stucker, my centovim to tilt the scales of it. So when it comes to him, Kippur, Kosh Bokh will look at us and say, ah, Gavaldi, he's got more mitzvahs. But if you just if Rahman it's done, a person was on the side where he had more avirs. <laughs> so it's, it's too late. It's done already. Kosh Bokh already wrote him in that book, whichever which is. You understand what I'm saying, right? So it's a little bit of a problem. So what are we going to do? There is only one hope. And that hope is, I want to transfer the Xera onto someone else. Okay? I want to transfer my Xera, somebody's Xera, onto someone else. This is the Minig of Kaparis. That we do, that Klal Yisrael does between Rosh Hashanah and Yom HaKippurim. The Minig of Kaparis is after the Xera was sealed, we can transfer it. And what's my Raya, by the way? Does it say in the Siddha, in the Machza, Mavatlin Esroya Hagzeira? It says Ma'avirin Esroya Hagzeira. It transfers it over. So yes, Rachmanel, it's not a person could have been signed in the wrong book. But he can Ma'avirin Esroya Hagzeira. He can transfer it. That is the minute of Kapurs. Avada person needs Tshuva. Avada person needs Tzlaka. That's Avada. That's Poshet. But I'll call him in addition to that, we have a special thing that's Mavirin Es Royal And that's the Mice of the Minig, which the Ramah brings in Semitophrish Hay of doing Kaporis, the Minig of Klalisol, to take a male chicken for a man, a female for a woman, and you do Kaporis. And it's not it's not, it's a real, real thing. Right? It's the, uh, the Shochnach actually says not to do it with chickens. It's a Betzim, uh, it's a Rashba, it's a Goyish Shazach. But the Mice of the Minig of Klal Yisrael, they says it brings the Shem Tashbat, the Shlokodesh also, that the Minig is to do it with the chicken. Why do we do it with the chicken? Because number one, as the Kapachayim says, it was most commonly found in their houses. They had chickens all over the place. So for them to do it with the chicken was not a big deal. And number two, David wanted to say, why? It's called a Gever. Gever is a man. Very good. Excellent. Which is, by the way, why, as the Kapachayim points out, a person should realize when you do kapo, it's not a joke. Swing it around, shtayach, you know, say that. So it's a real thing. It's, I'm it. That person is meant to be going to the shaykh to be killed for the xayra. But I'm transferring it to him and he's going to do it instead. It's a real thing. A person is meant to be thinking of that. Right? It's a very, very serious thing. A person should not really use maisa money for kaparis. You should not use maisa money. The best, best, best time. The Shlach Kodesh brings the Mishnah also says you do it on Erev Yom Kippurim before Alois after Slichus. That's like 4, 4.30 in the morning, Be'er. I don't know exactly the time of this money. You have to look it up. That's the best, best time. But most people just do it a day or two before uh, Yom Kippur. Uh, you do one per person. Um, that's what it is. Again, if a person is pregnant, come and see me afterwards, because then it's enough gamina if it's a boy or a girl. How many chickens you have to use? You have to use two. One for the lady and one for the baby inside. You have to use three. What if it's twins? We're not going to go into all the different shilas over there. And, and as I told you, the kavona is that really this is meant to be me, and I'm giving it over to the chicken. Uh, if you are going to a place where they're shechting it straight away, often, you know, you go to a place, you, ha- you, you wait in line with your chicken. Anyone did this before? Yeah, you did this before, I'm sure, right? You wait in line with the chicken, and they shecht it in front of you. Kisra Adam, you do the mitzvah. It's a beautiful mitzvah. Say bracha. It's wonderful. Dafayomi these days was just discussing that mesachtas beitzah, right? Yeah? So um, be very careful. The Kavachayim points out: don't hold the chicken facing the shaychet. It's sabalachayim that the chicken should see his friends being shechted. 
So a person should be very, very careful. Um, if you found that the chicken to be treif, there are those that hold that you should actually do it again, although most hold that you don't have to do it again. The chicken should be given to an oni, to a poor person, because then it's a gift for a sudas yontuf. Um, that's part of the kapora. But again, there's no chiyah to give it to an oni. The ikur is the shkita, and the stock is very good, which they generally give it anyway in that case. Obviously, if you have a minig of doing it with money, then you can keep your minig. But you don't have to. You can do it with chicken. This year, if you're in Israel, you can do it with chickens as well. It's like, well, because ah, people don't always have an opportunity to do that, right? In Detroit, they do it with chickens? Definitely not, no? So this year, you're going to be Zoycha. Last year, you did it with chickens? You did, right? I, I ran after you? No, it was, that was. Ah, uh, yeah, okay, remember that? Ah. Okay, so it's, that's beautiful. Let's move on, Rabbi Say. I want to move on to some of the halakha that are on a geya to Erev Yoimakipurim. Maybe we'll have some minute, few minutes to discuss Yom Kippur itself. Let's go to the Seidah Advarim so we know what to do. I said this before Rosh Hashanah. How could we go into Rosh Hashanah and not know Dalachas? Like we should go into Rosh Hashanah and not keep Dalachas? So let's go to, into Yom Kippur and know and keep Dalachas that we have to keep. So the Maisel said this. They asked once the Roshiva of the May with Nassim Svizatzel. What is the kavanah that a person has to have? B'sha'as ha-shayfa. The ayinig is shayfa. Unbelievable. We spoke about it here two days. What is the kavanah that a person is meant to be having B'sha'as ha-shayfa? And the Ali Gubnas and Sviza Tzal answered very simple. Think about the guy next to you. Benadon Machaber, that's what it's all about. Right? It's all about Benadon Machaber. In fact, we know Mishnah tells us, well, first, the Rambam passed it. Clearly, we learned it in, in the Rambam when we learned Hilchas Rambam and, the, uh, and Hilchas Tshuva. The Rambam says a person could do Tshuva from today until tomorrow until the day that he dies. But in Avera between him and his friend, Tshuva just won't help you. Tshuva will help you between Ben Adam Lamakoim, but Ben Adam Machaber, you're going to have to ask him for Mechila. Which is a very, very important thing that a person has to do, that a person has to ask for Mechina. Now, it's not a joke. It doesn't work that way. It's a real thing. You go over to a person and you say to him, Listen, I may have done the famous Machrikas, the Mishibun, the Salanta, whether you have to tell him what you said. Somebody called me last night with this exact question. I'm going to embarrass the guy. Can you imagine? I said to him, Hey, Mr. George, do you know what I said about you? Oh, you avoid what I said about you. Let me give you the list. And you go on the list. The guy, before you know it, the guy's got steam coming out of his, coming out of his ears. Like, this is what you said about me, and now you want me to be Moichol you. So, Mike Mishibun says, If you're going to upset him or embarrass him, you don't have to tell him what it is. You go up to him and say, listen here, you're my roommate, and the derech, unfortunately, is the closer you are with someone, the more easy you are with the person, and the more, you know, makele you are with his feelings, and how respectful you are, v'chole, v'chole. You're my roommate, probably over the last, you know, week, two weeks, four weeks, whatever it was that you've been my roommate, I might have said something bad, I might have embarrassed you, maybe I woke you up late at night when I shouldn't have done, because you wanted to wake up the shachos, and I wasn't interested, and therefore I woke you up late at night, which is a terrible idea, and I'm not, I'm not girls of Shana, by the way, but whatever, um, and I, you know, I want mechila. Can you be meichalim? You should think about it, and you should be meichalim. And a person should be meichalim, right? Because at the end of the day, if we're not going to meichal other people, how do you want the rabbanim to meichal us? It's a very big insight. Person should not be achzori. The Rambam says, person shouldn't be a mean person, a cruel person. Say, ah, no, you, I can't be meichal. Now it takes time. The guy last night that called me up says to me, I cannot meichal this person. It's a big problem. Now I have to work it through with him because it's very, it's very easy to say, I'm meichal, I'm meichal you. But if somebody really hurt you, you want to be meichal them. And you want to be marvel midos if you definitely want to do that. We spoke about that a little bit last night. That a person is marvel midos if a person goes beyond the letter of the law, does more than he has to do. The Rebbeinu will do that to him also. Midah connected midah. We want that opportunity. We really want that. And therefore, a person should try very much to make sure that he asks the people that he's close with, that he has connection to, for mechila before Yom Kippurim. A person can stand here in this space, medrash, and ask the Rebbeinu Shlom the whole day. Rebbeinu Shlom, tshuva, tshuva, tshuva. It's kavodik, beautiful, but it's not going to help you because your room upstairs. So Presents you and he's upset with what you said about him and you embarrassed him or whatever it may be. Chaval, chaval, take a few moments, go to the people, call them up, 
call up the people that you're close with, call the people that you have connection with, and ask them for mechila. They should think about it. If someone asks you, Eli, then you should also be Michael. Let's move on, Rabbi Zay. And the next thing I want to discuss was eating on Erev Yom Kippurim. Mitzvah! Min HaToyra! Ah, this one, the Yetzirah knows exactly. It's, it's absolutely unbelievable. The Yetzirah knows exactly how to get us out of every mitzvah. And this one is no worse and no better. It's unreal. Mitzvah, all of a sudden you're not hungry. Erev Yom Kippur. Yeah, I'm not so hungry. It's okay. Mitzvah Daraisa to eat, to stuff yourself. Mamish. What's Pshah? Yetzirah comes along. He knows it's Mitzvah Daraisa right before Yom Kippur. Why would you want you to do that, right? So how about that? I'm not hungry. It's okay. My stomach, I don't know. Mitzvah Daraisa! Yes, Zev? Okay. Mitzvah Daraisa. Where do we know that? We know it from the Pasuk. The Gemara brings it in Yumad HaPayal from Manalov. We know in Yisrael Mestav Shosechem. The Tisha L'Chodesh. Why the Tisha? The 10th, the 9th. Okay. And the Mai. It is a reason to eat on the day of Erev, Yom HaKippurim. And it's going to be fasted on both in those days. The Mordecai Aruch HaShulchan. The HaShulchan brings down. He says that a person should eat and drink to be happy because he knows that the Rabbi Shlonim is going to be Michaelim and give him a good year. It's a simcha. And Erev Yom Kippurim, ah, we're going into Yom Kippur. People are like, oh no, it's your kip in a few days after four. It's a great simcha. It's an unbelievable opportunity. How many, how, it's, it's, a, it's an unbelievable thing. How does this even work? The Sivah Shalom, the Son of Rebbe, has a whole halach how this works. Some people might be voracious, which we're going to into now. How you can change the past, you can erase everything you did. What an opportunity. We should be dancing for joy. We'll speak about it in Mitzvah Shem by Kol Nidre. It's an opportunity that we have that's unbelievable. We get to erase everything. What's the reason? Why do we have to eat an Erev Kippur? So the Torah already brings down, number one, Porsche, it's easy to fast. Porsche, easy to fast. The Torah wanted to make it easy for you and therefore it's easy to fast when you ate on Erev Yom Kippurim. So there's a Mitzvah that to eat to make sure that it's going to be easier. Right? That's the reason number... Um, now Rabbi Yonah brings another Pshat. Rabbi Yonah brings a Pshat and he says, because Be'etzem, Yom Kippur says, it's Yontav. It's Yontav. You meant to have a Suda. Kenished. <laughs> so it's a fast day. What am I meant to do? So the Suda of Yom Kippur is on Erev Yom Kippur. That's why, we, that's why it says Rabbeinu Yoyna, why we eat. There's many other reasons. Some say it's the Odom Mauritian, the Chait. We're not going to go into all different reasons at this moment of time. Does it start at night? So the Heidegger Shlach Kodesh, the Morgan Avon brings it, says that the mitzvah already starts from the night before. However, the Maisa, the Gro, and others held, no, it only starts on the day of Yom Kippurim. And the Ochot says, Mufurish, it's only by day, because that's where the Tam, the reason, which a reason, main reason is because it makes it easier to fast, applies by day and not by night. Now, the Mishabur brings the Morgan Avon to much of your distress that you should learn a little bit less than you normally do on Erev Yom Kippur because you're busy eating you're being Mekai in the midst of Sayyom it's very very important how much do you have to eat how much do you have to drink so if you look in the Gemara in Yom Adav very simple so it's not only eating it's also drinking in that case over there in the Shevet Alevi brings a Chinuch and others that says you don't have to be, eat bread normally uh, uh, the Inyan of Achila we know this from, for example, by Sukkot, the first night. The Inu Bechir generally means past. It means having a Suda. You're sitting down having a Suda. The Maisa, the Shevet Alevi, brings that you don't have to eat bread in order to be Yaitza. Although the Kavachayim, Shmuel, says that the Chathila, a person of Adash, she eat past. She eat bread. To be Yaitza, Allah Shitas, in that case over there. There's a minig of some people to eat Dafka fish on Erev Yom Kippurim. Uh, because it's a yontif, you want to eat fish. That's one minig. I remember asking Marish Shiva of Sheinberg Zatzal about sucking candies. Right? Is there an Indian type sucking? The whole day I'm going to have sucking candies, right? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. You need the Kezayis, and that is what it is. Okay. Let's move on to our voice side. Tvila. 
Okay, a few minutes left. I want to hop around and just go through some of the Hanhogas Hayoim of Erev and of Yom Kippurim itself. Tefillah, the meaning the Torah brings down Shulchan is to go to the mikvah on Erev Yom Kippurim. Even if you never go, says the Be'alocha, for sure, Erev Yom Kippurim, to go to the mikvah to Dabba Matahara. That's what it is. After Chatzois, Lamaisa, the Taz says that's the best. Abba the Tashbait says that if you, the whole day is good enough, and Azoyis Mashba Be'etzim and Shulchan that you can be table the whole day. So if you're worried about the crush after Chatzois, go before Chatzois, and you're still Yotzu going to mikvah. There is no problem whatsoever. In fact, Rabbi Yashu Lemaisa said normally Tisha Kabbam, a person has a shower for a few minutes, it could work. Legabi Mikvah, Legabi Erevim Kippurim, it does not really work. People are makbid, the Matifarim brings on chatzitzas. Chatzitzah means a separation, like Tefillah Skein, when you dip a kli into the mikvah, you've got to make sure there's no labels and stickers on it. So the Kavachim says that people, Matifarim says people are makbid on Erevim Kippur to make sure they have no chatzitzah. So, for example, if they have a band aid or they take it off or they make sure there's nothing there, again, I'm not saying it doesn't work if you did have that, Avada, it does. But People are makbid because it's a real tefillah that a person wants to be makbid. A person should cut his nails, make sure there's no dirt under his nails over there. Um, moving on to after tefillah, people generally wear big day shabbos, and after tefillah, people also have mincha, which is why it's kedai. I think mincha and yeshiva is three o'clock, so your person really should go to the mikvah and uh, be able to, to have in shabbos clothes by the time it comes to. Uh, mincha. Mincha is at 3 o'clock in the yeshiva so try to make sure you've done the mikvah and you're in Shabbos close by the time Mincha comes at 3 o'clock and after 3 o'clock you eat the Sudam of Sekas the Vidoy. Vidoy is a mitzvah asay. Chazal masachim to say Vidoy even before the Sudam of Sekas because chas v'shalem a person may choke on the Sudam who knows what happened. The Rabban says another reason the Rabban says Poshy, he might get drunk at the Sudam. Can you imagine? The Rabban says a guy might get drunk by the Sudam of Sekas Erev Yom HaKippurim and who knows what's going to be with the Yom Kippur. So Chaparayim before the Sudam of Sekes and make sure that he does Vidoy, which is the Minig in Klali Shol to Daven Mincha before the Sudam of Sekes and in Mincha is the Heiliger Vidoy. By the way, Halachas of Vidoy, right? This is the gate for the Honyam Kippur, which we say Vidoy throughout the entire day. It has to be standing. You can't say it sitting. You can't say it leaning on something. You lean on your shtender in a way that if you take away the shtender, you will fall. That's called sitting. Could be you're not even yaitz of the Vidoy in that case. So Mitzvah are say a person is meant to be standing in that time, the Ikavida, the Gemara tells us in Yuma Pezayin and is Avol Anachnu Vavoseinu Chatonu. We didn't have very, we own up and we say, Rabbanishlonim, yes, we didn't have very, we're man enough to admit that we did something wrong, and that is Erev Yom Kippurim. Just when it comes to Yom Kippurim, a couple of very important points to remember that people unfortunately are not on, and it's Chaval for a person to be over Nisurim Peshas Yom Kippurim. I once saw a fellow one time who was tightening his tzitzis on his talus, right? He was tightening the second off. Such a I was tired to do that. On Yom Kippurim! I went over to him and I ran over, I said, Hello! You've got an extra Avinu Malkeinu to do now, right? There you are, doing another. It's very, very important to know some of the halachas. Number one, besomim. There are many people, Zev, that eat besom- that, that small besomim, they small besomim on Yom Kippur. Why do they do that? Because Meir Brochus, right? We know there's a chiyot to have Meir Brochus, to have Meir Brochus, whoever was besakin it, to have Meir Brochus, bechol yoyim. And on Yom Kippur, we don't have as many opportunities because we don't bench and we don't have the same Shemana Esra even though we have an extra one but it's less brachas as the regular weekday or even Shabbos therefore we want to make sure that we have Meir Brachas how do we do that? one of the ways is Besamim but you've got to be very careful 
because you cannot make two brachas close to each other. You can't just keep on making a bracha on Bissamim the whole time. It's a bracha she'in etzrich, it's a shalva deraisa, the shita serambam, we're not going to go into it, but I'll upon him, the person has to be careful. Whether there's a serious break, an interruption of time, or you left with a break and came back inside, or by night or by day, make sure there's a good interruption before you make the next bracha on Bissamim in that case. Agav, you should know the Mogan of already brings that people don't smell Bissamim and snuff and all these things on Yom Kippurim as a Midas Chasidus. The Mogan of says, Lashon of Midas Chasidus. And there you are with the Gishmak and stuff that you're smelling. It's not Gishmak. So the that a person should not be smelling these things unless you're doing it for a reason of Mebrach. That could be a different Cheshbon. But the snuff, for example, you're not making Bracha on anyway, so why are you doing it? For extra Gishmak, you're meant to go and afflict yourself, Lashon of the article. And therefore, if that's the case, you've got to be very, very careful. Not do these things. Now, one of the things is eating. Now, I don't think anyone's negated to eating, but what's negated is touching food. So if you're touching food, stum, it's asa. But if you're touching food to feed children, then there's no problem with touching food in that case. In fact, the Shlom Zalman brings, there's no problem even to speak about food. One of the things also you have to remember, rechitza. You're not to be roasted. You're not to dip your finger into a bit of water on yom ha-kipurim. However, if a person leaves the bathroom and he needs to wash his hands, obviously until his knuckles, he can do so. That's not a problem. Same obviously they go in the morning, obviously, until the knuckles. In fact, the Lahiris Nossen brings that if a person has a bad headache and he wants to wash his face and he knows that washing his face will help the headache, he's allowed to wash his face on Yom Kippur. As I pass the Lahiris Nossen, the Maisa Chelebe that he brings over there. The Yaivit says the same thing if a person touches his shoes, so normally touching his shoes will require Natila. But over here, we're dealing with a situation of non leather shoes, or rubber shoes, or whatever. So there, in that case, you will not require Tvila, although some people hold that even for rubber shoes, you do require. Tvila. When it comes to uh, when it comes to tila, washing hands. When it comes to sikha anointings, obviously we don't put on creams, we don't put on makeup, we don't put on all of these things on your Kippurim. Deodorant is mutter. If it is being done to remove a bad smell, then deodorant is mutter. It's not nichlal in sikha in that case. Alright, the Vaisai, that pretty much goes through as much as we can of a sense of Yom Kippur, and Yom Kippur itself. Tomorrow, we'll start a funny topic. Have a wonderful day.